Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back. We've got another episode, Beyond Sunday. And Randall's just dying for a joke this week. Itching. Itching. Like a bad rash. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, so this one I tried to connect to your sermon. Oh, good. So this <laughs> should be helpful. Be great. What's the difference between a hoarder and a collector? A hoarder and a collector. I don't know, Jonathan. Discrimination. Just discrimination. That's it? Yeah. Collectors, you know, everyone thinks highly of collectors, but hoarders, just discrimination. This poor people. Wow. You know what made me think of that? I don't. So verse 35 and 36 say, do not throw away your confidence because you're going to have need of endurance. Uh, Don't throw it away. Yeah, don't throw it away. Do you throw things away quickly? Or will you hold on to them? I would be more. I would tend more to throw them away. Michelle would want to keep them hold for a bit. Hold on to them. Yeah. Yeah. For a bit, being a millennium. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Like, I think sometimes here's my philosophy of marriage. Sometimes when you've got a couple on different sides mm. of like something like that, you know, they kind of tend to go the other direction a little bit more. So you would be like, in your years of marriage, even lean more towards throwing away because you've got a wife who's like, no, we need to keep that. It's the same for her on the other side. Exactly. And you need each other. That's your philosophy? That's kind of a theory on how marriage works. So there you go. That's free information. Yeah, but, you know, I I can go both ways. Uh, I probably tend to hold on to something. But when you, like, you hold on to something and then you find a need for it, (laughs) It's a really <laughs> major victory. Oh, I told you I would need this. That's the best, isn't it? It feels so good. It feels so good. Rebecca throws things away pretty quick. If, if I'm looking, <laughs> if I'm looking for something, I'm like, "Where'd that go?" Uh-oh. She gets a look on her face, like, and you know that look. It's like, <laughs> I go Ser- <laughs> seriously. Uh-oh. Yeah, th- we, I just got that magazine three days ago. Yeah. Uh, that's quick. I got to hide those things. She's quicker than me. <laughs> no, she's not that quick, but anyway. All right. Now that I'm done throwing my wife under the bus, let's move on to Hebrews okay. chapter 10. Don't want to dig that hole any deeper than it is. Um, so let me just walk through. I must have left my outline downstairs, but I have it kind of here. Mm-hmm. So the worst punishment, right? Um for the worst offense, because mm-hmm. where we started in Hebrews 10. Yeah, verse and, 29, how much worse punishment do you think? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that that offense is, uh, or the, the punishment rather, is we've fallen into the hands of the living God, right? For judgment. Yeah. Yeah. For judgment, the day of the because Lord. Because of rejecting His grace rejecting his sacrifice of Christ, his, you know, the blood of the covenant, all that. Yeah, we've yeah. profaned, yeah. I think is how he wrote it there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second part of the outline was remembering uh, when our faith mm-hmm. was strong um, and uh, when we endured difficult things. The list of things there, mm-hmm. and you made pretty quick work at that point. Yeah. You had short time. I did, yeah. Um, 32 to 34 was, but recall the former days when 
And then there's, you know, here's what happened after you heard the gospel and responded initially. You did these things which were very, very good things, things that faith does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the importance of remembering or recalling the former days? The the rhetoric or the 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 flow of thought in verse 32 is that one of the ways you and I can stay in the faith race or continue to keep our confidence in Christ is just to go back and remember how you first responded to him and what did that do for for your life? Mm-hmm. How did it change you when you first heard the gospel and received it? So what would you say to a person who was younger when they came to know the Lord? You know, they grew up in the Christian home kind of a thing, and mm-hmm. there there was not that drastic mm-hmm. shift. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I certainly wouldn't be able to look at these verses and say they apply to uh, someone like myself. Uh, I... I I think all I would do, though, is I would say if this is a younger person who's now, uh, you know, three, four years down the road, then I would continue just to work this warning from Hebrews. Just be ready for the time when your faith might go low. You might lapse into unbelief or doubt, and that wavering needs to be checked quickly. And one of the ways to do that is just remember who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do you do profess faith in Christ, and you've had better days spiritually than this. That's pr- about all I could I could say to a really young one. Yeah, and and I'm just remembering too that this mm-hmm. is in the context of a larger passage here. So, you know, the author of Hebrews is you know developing from last week. This let us the three let us is you know let us consider, mm-hmm. let us stir, etc. So we're we're in action, we're moving forward in our faith, but then um, there's these warnings. Mm-hmm. Don't con- If you find yourself in this sin pattern, don't stay in that sin pattern. Right. And to recall the former days, whether it's our salvation specifically, or even just seasons where we were in a good place mm-hmm. and going back to that. Yeah, because... Uh, just to piggyback on this, just the context of Hebrews, the book begins in chapter one with God saying, you know, I used to speak in a lot of different ways, but now I'm speaking through Christ uh, alone. And that word is better than the other words that I spoke before. You've heard this word that I've spoken to you through Christ. You've received it. Now uh, make sure that you do not harden your heart when you hear the message now. So the temptation is there for every every Christian mm-hmm. to have these seasons where God speaks and we just we're not listening. And we're not listening because something else is promising more than what God is promising us uh, through Christ. And so these I mean by the time we get to ver- uh, chapter 10, if we would have been years ago if we would have been studying Hebrews together, we would have heard so many warnings leading up to this. Now, in this series, we did do chapter three. Mm-hmm. And so we did hit a warning there. You know, today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart, as in the day of the rebellion. Yeah. So it's not like we haven't heard the warnings, but the book itself develops a lot of warnings because these folks were under attack to leave faith in Christ for another avenue of blessing or, uh, you know, just a better life, hopefully, uh, is what they were thinking. Uh, there was a lot of pressure for them to uh, 
depart from Christ mm-hmm. to some other kind of faith. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't say that we have experienced the same level of struggle or suffering that he references here. The one that no. struck me as pretty extreme, uh, or at least the response would be in verse 34. Um, for you had compassion on those in prison, and then you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property. Yeah, they lost everything. Yeah. And so their confession of faith led to right. that. And they joyfully were like, it's okay. Yep. Just things. Don't care. Don't care because mm-hmm. they knew they had a better possession yep. to look forward to. Um, that's, so. that's strong faith. Yeah. I mean, that, think about that. That would be, I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah, that it's would like, be, wow. yeah, it's extreme wow. um, to have your stuff plundered yeah. because pretty, of your faith. And pretty typical in the first century, though. These, okay. these letters, you know, the, the and Hebrews, by the way, is probably one of our best sermon examples of sermons in the early church. And mm-hmm. so the book of Hebrews, back in that day, this was common for these folks. They, when they linked, when they fully identified themselves with Christ at baptism, mm-hmm. public baptism, and joined the assembly, mm-hmm. the called ones, yeah. uh, boy, they, they suffered. Yeah. It still happens in some places in the world. Yeah. Uh, Peter Hong, Peter and Sarah mm-hmm. in Cambodia, you know, one of their first lessons for their disciples, uh, their new converts, is are you ready to suffer persecution? It's mm. one of their first lessons. Yeah. Which we don't you and I don't even have this on our radar here. No. So it's a different no. world. Yeah. It is. It it <laughs> I'm just thinking of the contrast of the early days of your faith in the different contexts and how that even affects the way that we share the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it does. Because in some ways, if in our context, it can almost feel like just a, an add-on or mm-hmm. a bonus to life, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to them, that this is a radical change. Yep. and Could cost gonna, them dearly. Yeah, things could change pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that, that struck me as, um, yeah, just pretty extreme some mm-hmm. of the things they would mm-hmm. suffer yeah or have to endure um and really where i want to spend i guess the bulk of our time if mm-hmm. not the rest of it is mm-hmm. is in this um these verses at the end that kind of make this connection between shrinking back mm-hmm. and not having faith so is i would say there seems to be a connection there between those two is that mm-hmm. a fair statement mm-hmm. oh, for sure okay yeah so we don't want to be counted in that number of people who are shrinking back. Right. According to verse 36, at the end of 36b, the second part of that verse, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Mm-hmm. And then verse 39, but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do we keep that faith from shrinking back from, you know, how do we keep it alive, healthy, increasing? Mm-hmm. So uh, for me personally, I went, I went to verse 36 for you have need of endurance. So one of the things I would say to us, uh, you know, beyond Sunday is, are you, are you, um, do you have sufficient self-awareness to say my, my particular pilgrimage right now, my faith journey has an element of difficulty in it that requires endurance from me? the ability to bear up under. So when the writer says, for you have need of endurance, he's addressing all of the people listening to this letter and saying there are times when we need to bear up under difficulty. Now, whatever it is, and I I think I tried to to say, you know, there's four or five, 
there's always areas, you know, personal life and relationships and health and mm-hmm. money and all of that. So if you're able to pinpoint, I need endurance, that's the area where your faith is coming under attack. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do in 36 is I would continue to say this week, um, just like we did on Sunday briefly, see the areas where you need endurance and then let that be the area where you spend time with God and say, God, I really do need, I need endurance. I need supernatural ability to bear up under this difficulty, whatever it may be, so that you remain my God and my confidence and my satisfaction, mm-hmm. not the temptation to to uh, get out from under this load, which is inevitably takes me away from Christ, away from trusting God. So let's play that out with one of those areas, mm-hmm. finances. Yeah. So someone, and yeah, I mean, this hits all of us at different points, whether this area or another one, but for the sake of mm-hmm. beyond Sunday, let's say someone's yeah. struggling with a financial hardship. Yeah. How are they going to endure? What's that yeah. that look like for their faith? Yeah, so I, I think the first thing is to, to be able to say to God, I have suffered a loss. Um, this is not this is causing me anxiety. I'm not I don't feel safe financially. Mm-hmm. So God, I need to say to you, I do believe that you'll take care of me. Mm-hmm. This does not look good. This doesn't feel good, but you will take care of me. And now what I'm doing is I'm saying, um, let me find the, the text. Uh, therefore, verse 35, therefore, do not throw away your confidence. Yeah. So God, I am confident in you to care for me through this loss. That's where I would start. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you and I have lived long enough with the Lord to know that our faith will dip at times. And mm-hmm. so maybe maybe you committed yourself to the Lord uh, at 8 o'clock in the morning, but then at 9.15, yeah. here you are again, and, and all of a sudden, Struggling. right in my, in, in my thought, you, in your thoughts are the anxiety hits again. Or even if it's not anxiety, your mind starts to run that scenario of, wow, what am I going to do? Yeah, what if? Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's where again you commit now again you commit yourself to the Lord and say my confidence is in you but God you know that I'm struggling with my confidence so would you please come to my aid I'll go back to this sounds like a broken record some people don't even know what records are anymore but <laughs> it's a broken record if I say also tell someone I mean you and I keep talking about, talk about the importance of yeah. The importance of letting someone know my confidence in God is low right now. Just think about how great that is in a faith family when uh, you and I have the ability to to text someone quickly. Mm-hmm. My confidence is low right now in Christ. Would you please say a prayer for me? Yeah. So those are a couple of, of, of you know tangible steps that a believer takes mm-hmm. so that you continue to. Keep your confidence, keep that tight grip on your trust in God's ability to save without going to, let me go back to this word again, if he shrinks back, but we are not of those who shrink back. When I took a close look at that, because I wasn't familiar with that term, just to think about it, it's, it means hesitancy. Yep. So shrinking back 
would be, um, you know, uh, you know, we were up at the at the fair to see some of the kids. Some your family in particular showing mm-hmm. the goats that day. Well, what yep. if I was afraid of? What if I was afraid of goats? Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe I'm I'm from the city. I, I've never seen a goat, and yeah. they look like wow. They got some of them have horns, and mm-hmm. well, what's that gonna you know? So I go at you know if you said to me, oh, hey, go pet go pet one of the goats, and I start to go, but then I shrink back. In other words, I'm hesitating to reach out. That that's I mean that's probably a dumb image but for me that's a shrink back no that's a he- i'm hesitant i'm not confident enough right to stay there that's i'm a, gonna shrink back yeah that's a good uh like synonym to that word to flesh it out a little bit another way my mind went was um like if uh if i'm on the soccer field and as a defender if yes. i start to hesitate oh my goodness whether it's a 50 50 ball oh yeah you hesitate, great you, you're going to, or if an offensive person senses that there's a weakness there because you're unsure, yeah. they're just going to exploit that. Yeah. And great point. Faithfully speaking, um, that that can happen when we, yeah. we begin to question, hesitate, feel unsure. Yeah. Um, Another, that's a great example, of, again, of a, uh, the, the spatial aspect of hesitating, uh, hesitating. That's a, a sort of a spatial. We, we were both giving sort of a spatial mm-hmm. uh, image of that. I, I think that's helpful. Yeah, um, and I was reminded of um, Hebrews twelve. Um, yeah, the words to look to Jesus, yeah. the founder and perfecter yeah. of our faith. So being reminded that it's not necessarily I've got to like I do want to have that posture of leaning into the Lord but not have a mindset where I've got to make my faith strong. Right. Jesus is going to do That's that right. work and perfect it. Keep the right, the right focus. I wished I, you know, we were, we had such a, a great service. It was packed. I wanted to get out of that at, at the right time so mm-hmm. we could go to the baptism. But what's fascinating is, you know, but we are though we are of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Mm-hmm. Right after that is the famous chapter. Now faith yeah. is, and mm-hmm. then there's that list of all of these people that had by faith, by faith, by faith, and they never uh, they never received the promise yet. Mm-hmm. So that you know, yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to shrink back. Right. So we're, we see that next chapter, all of the examples of those Old Testament saints believing God, not having received the promise yet, and they mm-hmm. die without the promise, but they're leading the way for us. Yeah, and you see their faith exercised in their life yeah. by action, Yeah, you know, to the point of the whole series. Yeah. You know, hardworking faith. They went out and, you know, they actually put into action their faith. They did, and, and I appreciate what you just said because— you know that was a sec- that was the second part. A Sunday was the second part. So mm-hmm. we started that two weeks ago, week and a half ago now. And what we're trying to do is say, do you notice how the warnings function? The warnings are functioning to us so that we will be reminded not to lose grip on our faith in Christ and move away from Him or sort of drift from Him. Mm-hmm. And that just means putting uh, putting your faith to work this week. You know, that's what we have to do. Yeah. Hoard your confidence. How did you say it? Hoard your confidence. Collect it. Collect it. (laughs) That sounds a little nicer. Yeah, good. No, um, that's helpful. 
Anything else you want to add that you didn't get to nothing, on Sunday? Nothing. That could take a while. We should do yeah. this every week where Randy gets 35 short, minutes and then short you can just service. expect. Yeah, I love it. Dan Pierce would like that. Yeah, Dan Pierce is not the only one. Uh, Ron <laughs> Mumper, as he was leaving, he looked at me with a big smile. Thank you for that short sermon. And he kept going. It was funny. It was great. Uh, the that was a great service, though. Wow, the baptisms were powerful. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You did a great job with those. Oh, and, thank uh, you. It's. I think everybody... I said to Michelle, I said, wasn't it great to feel the excitement of everybody was so excited for these people? Yeah. You could feel it. Yeah. And I great. just, uh, again, I, I said it on Sunday, but to see the the variety of ages there yeah. and to hear the testimonies, um, you know, Powerful. I think is pretty neat. So That's great. Sure. Yeah. To God be the glory for sure. We're fortunate we have a small part to play in it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, good. All right. Well, this Sunday's Labor Day weekend. Really? Where are you going to be? Wow. I'm so going to be here. I am going to be here. Nice. All right. Yeah. So if you're able to join us on Sunday, we hope you are. We'll see you here at church. And uh, yeah, as the sermon's going on, um, you have questions. You email them to podcast.cbcmj.com. We'll dive into them on next week's episode. Hopefully, we'll have one. It's in Tuesday. Weekend. It's a little bit in question. Yeah. You saw my note about the timing, I maybe. I did. I and did. we end the series, uh, the summer series ends, Lord willing, this coming Sunday with that very familiar passage from James 2. I wanted to save what I call the best for last. Faith without works is dead. So yeah. it's kind of a, All right. it's in, I hope, a good summary for us. Good. Looking forward to it. All right, Faith family. We love you. We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.